This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 619 of Horse Tip Daily. A different horse tip, a different equine topic, a different equestrian expert every day. Horse Tip Daily brings the world of equine knowledge to you one day at a time. Today's tip is brought to you by Kentucky Performance Products, Nalox, and Nalox Advanced. Support your horse's digestive tract from beginning to end. Greetings, horse people. Coach Jen here, and thanks for tuning in to Horse Tip Daily. Today's tip is from Lisa Wysocki. Lisa is an author, equine clinician, and motivational speaker who trains horses for and consults with therapeutic riding programs across the country. She's the author of My Horse, My Partner, Horse Country, and her latest, The Opium Equation, a rollicking good time murder mystery starring horse trainer Kat Enright. Today's tip is about dealing with spooking at the wind. But first, a word from today's sponsor. Well, if you're a regular listener to the show, you know we talk a lot about Kentucky Performance Products, and that's because they are a name you can trust to give you the most value for your supplement money. Kentucky Performance Products offers supplements designed to target specific problems that are made with high-quality ingredients included at effective levels. The company's supplements are intended to complement, not compete, with your dressage horse's current feeding program, guarding against over-supplementation, and each product is backed by sound research and the money-back satisfaction guarantee. And today we'd like to talk to you about Nalox, the original equine antacid. It's recommended by veterinarians and leading horsemen as a way of maintaining a healthy stomach, which reduces the risk of ulcers. Nalox can be given daily to horses exposed to stressful conditions or as needed when shipping, competing, or during stall confinement. You know, you can learn about Nalox and all the products at Kentucky Performance Products at kppusa.com. That's Kentucky Performance Products at kppusa.com. Now, enjoy today's tip. I would like to welcome back to Horse Tip Daily my very favorite author, Lisa Wysocki, who is here to give us some really cool advice on... Spooking. Ooh. Spooking. Not not in the Halloween sense. Not in the Halloween sense. And, you know, it's such such an innate thing for the horse to spook because a horse is a prey animal. We're a predator. We can't possibly imagine how scary the world is for a horse. So, you know, we really have to be alert uh, for things that the horse might spook about, and uh, but we also have to prepare the horse and prepare ourselves uh, over a long period of time so that we build the horse's confidence and build our confidence so when, when the inevitable happens that it's not a major catastrophe. So you're telling me there's a little prep work involved? There is. Okay, give it to me. There is. There is. Well, number one, um, horses will spook at, at various things. And, you know, let's take the wind, for example, because that's a, that's a big thing. You know, you have to understand why the horse is spooking at something. So if we look at wind, um, you know, there, the wind moves bushes around. So if you have trees or bushes or something in, in the horse's line of vision, they get a little bit unnerved because they can't see predators when, when all the, the foliage is moving around. So that makes them a little spooky. Um, something else about wind is it blows in sounds that they normally don't hear. And then 
on the other end of things, wind has kind of a, a hiss so that it um, it masks sounds oh. that they normally hear. So, yeah. um, you know, wind has a kind of a white noise component um, and that actually can sound a little bit like a hissing snake. So oh. uh, a snake it can be a predator toward a horse. And, and, you know, so there's a lot of things about wind for a horse to be afraid of. So, number one, how do you how do you prepare a horse for wind? Because that's just something that happens. And and Ooh, I think, oh, I know, I know. You use the yeah. MythBusters method and stand behind a jet airplane. <laughs> That'll do it. <laughs> no, That'll that's it. probably but not you know, it, is it? <laughs> you know, the, the problem with that is not everybody has a jet engine in their pasture. Oh, you're right. Okay, <laughs> what's a better way? Yeah, yeah. So, you know, there are some sound CDs. I I like the Spookless CDs that are out, uh, you know, that have all different kinds of sound things that you can just plug into your, your, um, your computer or your iPod or whatever it is that you have, and you can just play that at loud volume. That helps. But to me, it's really more about the relationship you have with your horse. So if your horse is looking to you as a leader and your horse absolutely recognizes you as a leader, then the chances of your horse spooking or becoming unnerved during windy periods is is going to be much less. So, you know, to do that, you're going to do ground exercises. I have a book out called My Horse, My Partner, Teamwork on the Ground. There's also an accompanying DVD. And, and you know, we talk about all the different things you can do to build your horse's confidence. So, for example, I might walk uh, out to the pasture carrying an umbrella. And so that's going to, you know, get the horse used to odd things. I might go out to the pasture and blow a whistle or I might shake a rattle. Um, all different kinds of things that make the odd unusual. So if you make the unusual usual, it becomes safe for the horse. So when the horse encounters something like wind, for many horses, that will then translate over and say, okay, I'm with my person. I trust my person. They do weird things, but I'm safe. <laughs> I trust yeah. my person, but they do weird things. Yeah, so, yeah. So, but well, I'm safe because yeah. the weird so all you, of a sudden becomes safe. Yes. So when you walk out to the pasture, for an example, we're going to say you're going to take a whistle with you, which yeah. odd sound. Yeah. Is your goal when you walk out to the pasture to what do you want to happen? Give you know, me the you want step your horse step to here. be curious. And, and you never, desensitizing, whether it's to an object or to sound, is never, ever about scaring the horse. If, if your horse is frightened, you're doing it wrong. Um, it's always about accustoming them to something that's different that they might not see every day. And, so, and you know, honestly, if you're at a horse show or you're uh, riding along the trails, it is, I mean, I've, I've had whistles blown. I, I was on a trail ride once, and uh, on the other side of the park, it was a, it was kind of a multi-use park, and on the other side of the park, they were having track races, and about every 10 minutes, this whistle blew. You know, just somebody like, mm-hmm. a, like a coach's whistle, like in a football game. And this whistle blew, and a couple of the horses really just freaked out because they had never heard a whistle before. So, so you're, if your horse is really sensitive to a whistle, the first step might be standing at the gate when the horse is on the far side of the field and blowing it yes, rather and, you know, than going up in about, his face and blowing your, it. Adam. <laughs> yeah, it's all about your body posture, too, because you just want to be casual. It's like, this is no big deal. You're just strolling along, and you're blowing this whistle, and you're not blowing it aggressively. You're just kind of making some small sounds, and hopefully your horse will want to come and interact with you. 
and uh, you have to be the judge of how much your horse can can take, you know, and some horses are going to be more sensitive to different sounds, and it's going to be maybe a painful sound, so you don't want to blast it in their ear, but you want to get them accustomed to it, and if you blow, like, just a regular, what I call an athletic whistle, uh, and there are all different kinds of whistles, um, you know, if you blow one very uh, gently, it can almost sound like the wind. You're right. Yeah, that's a good idea to to kind of puff on it gently. That will simulate a more natural sound versus a bl- whistle that's blown aggressively yeah. is what I would call an unnatural sound. In nature, you wouldn't hear that. But that's a no. good idea. I like, I'm going to take put a little star next to that one, jot that down, mm-hmm. puff gently on it to simulate the kind of sounds you might hear on a windy day. Yes. Yes, and you can experiment. There are all different kinds of whistles out there. If you go to the kids' section of any discount store, you can pick up a whole bunch of whistles for about a dollar a piece. You know, it's not an expensive thing. Yeah. Cool. So take care of the wind sound. Make use of the whistle. Yes. Got it. Yes. Yes. And, you know, the other thing that can sound like wind is um, the crumpling of kind of a plastic bag or a paper bag or something like that. You know, just that kind of crinkling sound, just on and on and on, just over repetitively. That can also sound a little bit like wind, and, and you kind of get that, that hissing noise. Too. Ooh, and then when you get really good at it, you can crinkle and blow at the same time. Yes, yes. And, and then when you get really, really good at it, and they don't mind you doing those things when you're on the ground, you can start doing them when you're on the horse. You can do it on the horse, yes. So yes, step one, stand across the field. <laughs> step you know, two, and, and again, stand near the horse. Yeah, and it's again, it's not all about... You're blowing a whistle or you're crumpling a bag. It's all about building leadership with your horse and that your horse understanding that he or she is safe with you no matter what happens. So, um, you know, if your horse is distracted by the whistle or whatever, it doesn't matter because he's learning he's safe with you. So rather than just standing next to your horse, holding a lead rope and blowing a whistle, you should do things with your horse so that he's focusing on activities that require him to pay attention to you and follow you as the leader while these sounds are happening. See, that's the connection that's important. Because if you just stand there and blow the whistle, you're not not teaching the horse that despite that distracting sound, you should follow me and it's a good thing. Exactly. For example, today I was working with one of my horses, and I was moving arena equipment around. And so I just had him with the halter and the lead rope, and uh, I just wanted him to kind of follow along with me wherever I went. So we moved a pole, and I was blowing a whistle, and I'd stop, and I'd move a pole, and he'd stop and stand there, and then we'd move to the next obstacle, and which was, you know, a tarp that was on the ground surrounded by poles, and I moved that and, you know, blew the whistle on the whole bit, and he just got all very accustomed to it. And again, you're, you're really watching your horse's body language. So if if your horse is you know, uncomfortable, you just back off. You back, you become more relaxed, you blow less gently, you crumple the paper less gently, um, and you can actually move your horse into an area of your facility where he might be a little bit more comfortable, whether it's the arena or, you know, up and down the barn aisle. So it's all about watching your horse, and, and your horse will tell you exactly how far you can push him or her out of the comfort zone. Huh. Well, there you go. Yeah. Once again, baby steps and observation are your friend. Absolutely. Well, there you go. How cool is that? Yeah. I feel better about riding in the wind already. See, there you go. There we go. There you go. (laughs) You know, people have to, it's not, you know, it's not like one session. I mean, this is is something that's going to take some time. And it's going to depend on the horse. And you might already have a horse who just 
wind just doesn't bother that horse, and either the horse is just very secure as as an individual being, um, or that horse trusts you a lot. So you, and then you're going to get another horse who's just totally freaked out. Yeah, there's a wide variety of um, sensitivity to wind yeah. in different horses, and and different people for that matter too. I think some people yeah. are by nature distracted by it. Oh, yeah. They're distracted and, by the wind blowing and the, and the trees moving and the stuff going past. And it's a distraction okay. for us, too, because so when you're doing those things, take that same focus that you have when you're crinkling your paper and working with your horse. Take that same focus that you have and put it in the saddle on the, those windy days. Get that same level of focus there. So yes. you're really going to um, come at it with both, from both sides. Well, and you kind of touched on, on something, too, that's really important. And if, for example, you're riding and the wind comes up, and all of a sudden you tense up because, oh, my goodness, now it's windy, um, your horse is going to feel you being tense and is going to pick up on that and say, oh, my person is really nervous, and it's windy, so I must be nervous about the wind. So you have to make sure that you're not transmitting any of your unease to your horse. Right. And a good way to do that is focus on communicating something to your horse, for example. Okay, yes. it's windy, it's scary, the wind kicked up. <gasps> Let's do a shoulder in so we have something to do and not think about the wind. Exactly. Awesome. Exactly. Yes. Perfect. Yeah. I'm taking a, a shoulder in. It's a good thing to do because we can both do that. So I'm going to set myself up to, for success by yes. asking my horse to do something we're both good at. Right, right, exactly. And, and you know, um, figure eights or serpentines or, you know, anything. And, again, a horse is going to feel safer when he's moving his feet. So, you know, I wouldn't ask my horse to stop, necessarily stop and stand, but, you know, keep him moving in a small circle and keep him keep his mind focused on something. Cool. Well, there we go. I'm going to take little notes here, take this out to the barn with me the next time it's windy, which will be next tomorrow, knowing yeah. Kentucky. And uh, that's super <laughs> duper. So thanks for stopping by again, uh, Lisa Wysocki. Uh, tell our listeners where they can find out more about you. Absolutely. It's lisawysocki.com, and Wysocki is spelled W-Y-S-O-C-K-Y. Just like it sounds. Exactly. Thanks a lot. See you next time. Thanks. There you go. It's always a great time having a chat with Lisa. To listen to all of her tips, go to horsetipdaily.com and go to the Experts drop-down menu on the left. You can also go to her website, as she said, lisawysocki.com. Don't forget to support our sponsors here on Horse Tip Daily because they make these podcasts possible. Today's tip has been brought to you by Kentucky Performance Products, Nalox and Nalox Advanced. Ask for them by name at your local feed and tax store or visit them online at kppusa.com. Please stop by the Horse Tip Daily Facebook page and let us know what you think of the tips you hear on the show. It's also a great place to tell us about topics you'd like to hear us cover on the show. You can subscribe to all the great shows on the Horse Radio Network through iTunes or Zune and get your horse podcasts automatically downloaded to your iPod, Zune, or MP3 player. You can also listen to the shows right on Facebook. The player's right there every day. I'll be back again tomorrow with another new expert and a different horse tip. Until then, go ride your horse! The Horse Radio Network and the Horse Radio Network hosts are not responsible for statements of guests or their opinions. Use your own judgment when listening to the tips provided by the experts on Horse Tip Daily.